This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. My big topic today, guys, is going to be um, rent versus buy. And, and I, I was inspired to talk about this because a colleague of mine, Matt uh, Mullen, did, did this last week. And, and I said, boy, it was great insights. And I thought I would lend some of our own insights to it as well. I think it's an important time to be considering because right now the cost of buying is so good. Let's start off by talking about um, just some of the basic uh, financial benefits of rent to own. And what I want to do is is uh, is share with you guys something I found online from Fidelity. But they put up this article about uh, should I buy a home or keep renting, and and I want to share that with you guys because in the article they talk about a couple of things. Um, one of the most important parts of that is, is, is it really better to buy? And, and they're not necessarily trying to talk you into buy because they'd like to see you leave some money around to invest with them. Um, but they did this discussion and they had this, this ratio that they came up with, um, which I thought was an important ratio. Um, and, and it talks about um, the cost of the home versus the amount of rent you're paying on an annual basis. If you take the amount of rent you're paying on an annual basis and you divide it in the cost of the home, and it's less than 20, you should buy the home. If it's more than 20, you should stay renting. Actually, let's do it this way. Let's talk about, they said, should you buy a house? And I plugged in some numbers into their system. And I said, okay, we, as a family, we make $60,000 a year. Uh, currently, we're paying $1,700 a month in rent. I've got $25,000 that I can use to buy a home. And I'd like to buy a home around 350,000. Because I think that's where the rent, that's where we're talking about with rents. Seventeen hundred equates to roughly three hundred fifty thousand dollars a house. Okay, and so and they said, well, how long do you plan on living in the house? I just put five years, and I think that's the bare minimum you should ever consider when you buy. Don't mm -hmm. you agree, Amanda? Absolutely. Um, and so their results were to say that we should absolutely buy, and they were using an interest rates closer to four or five percent. Wow. And what they came up with was this. They said, and I'm showing people on online right now what I'm what I saw. They're saying if you buy, you're going to build up $87,000 worth of wealth in that five-year period. Um, and and here's what they also say, though. They say because you're spending more on the buy, you're spending about, in their calculation, you're spending about $400 more on the buy. Okay. $2,100 versus $1,700. And they're saying what you should do when you're renting is take that extra $400 and put it in the savings account. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Because that's what I was saying. And they're, and they're assuming if you do that, you're going to make $66,000 in the same period of time. But let's be real. Mm -hmm. Who's going to do that? Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to do that. It's so much easier for you to save when you're forced to save than it is when you're asked to save. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you that they're saying the difference is, is, is roughly $20,000 more wealth. I'm going to tell you it's $80,000 right? more wealth because I don't think you're putting that money in the savings account. Maybe you put some of it. Maybe you do it occasionally. Maybe you do some of that. Maybe a portion of that. But they broke down the math and they said that, you know, the, the $400 difference is what they talked about. And, and that's where they said, hey, put that in savings. I took their numbers and I expanded upon them. And I took today's numbers and I said, okay, let's assume we're living in Southern Nevada and we're going to buy a house at $350,000 versus renting at $1,700. Current rates are under three, but I use 3% okay. for this mortgage. I said, let's leave it three, just mm -hmm. play it safe. So if you buy a $350,000 house, you put three and a half percent down, just do an FHA loan. Your principal and interest is $1,424. Your insurance, taxes, mortgage insurance comes out to about a little over $1,900 a month. 
So that's $200 less than they said mm -hmm. per month. Mm -hmm. Okay. So over that time, you just we just increased their number by $12,000. So now there's now you're making $100,000 in wealth. Okay. The other point I wanted to make is that the monies needed to close are a little less. You don't need 25, you need 22. So that's a little bit better. Um, and the and other point is, as you said, Amanda, are the people renting really going to save the money? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. But the main thing I wanted to point out was this amortization chart. I, and, and Amanda, when you, I know Amanda can't see this, guys. So when she sees this later, she's going to be, I think she's really going to be shocked. But I want to show these, everyone this mortgage amortization for this, this exact loan I'm talking about. 350000 at 3%, 3.5% down for 30 years. And, then, and if you look at the amortization, I'm rolling this through for everybody to see. The very first month, you're putting $500, over $500 towards the principal. The very first month. That's a crazy amortization. Mm -hmm. And so what happens then, and I'm going to scroll down to the bottom of my amortization chart because I want you guys to see what happens at 60 months. And that's what I stopped it at. 60 months, your balance on your mortgage is 300000 so you just put $50,000 worth of equity. That's just equity. Assuming the house doesn't go up a nickel mm -hmm. at all, you made $50,000. And let's, let's, let's believe that housing will go up in five years. Mm -hmm. Let's just believe that yep. that's going to be the case. So there's my rent versus buy discussion and mm -hmm. data points. And there's more to talk about, though. Yeah, and what have we noticed with what's going on right now in the last five months? people are at their homes a lot more, the majority of them. Yeah. So like there was an article I read about the pandemic purchaser or the pandemic owner. Um, overnight, some of our homes became our everything. I mean, school, work, how are we gonna modify this? Are we gonna knock down a wall or add a wall or add electronical opportunities in every single room? Um, yeah, it's just, you can't modify a home when you rent. There you go. And, and that's the thing. When you're renting, you, you're, it's a landlord's home. You get to live in it and, you know, take care of it and so forth. But when you own the home, you can do whatever you need to do and adjust appropriately when necessary. The other thing I saw in your notes is the diversity that we're starting to see here in Southern Nevada. Mm -hmm. It's not just casinos anymore, is it? No. No, we're, we're a sports town now. Right? Um, we, we were a music town when the casinos and all that were open. And we had huge residencies of the top performers. Um, but Sports Town, Amazon is here. There's a lot of businesses that have their shops here. So there's a lot of opportunities for jobs, and it isn't just on the strip. Yep, I think that's a great point. The other thing that I want to talk to you about was the changes that we've seen in, in uh, the way we conduct real estate during COVID. Mm -hmm. I think some of these changes might stick around. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Absolutely. Um, the, one that I, the one that I thought about, and I know you and I talked about this before, was... I'm not putting buyers in my car right exactly. now. Exactly. Right? I don't know if you ever will. Right? And we used to. Yeah. It was part of the service we provide. Absolutely. Without question. The whole family in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go. And, and you know, amongst realtors, you know, there was a, you know, the commentary would be something to the effect of, gee, you know, I just drove these people around for four days and they just left town. And they got to see the town. I gave them a nice tour and now they're gone. Well, we won't really have to worry about that too much more going forward. But the point really is this. Do buyers want to even get in my car? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not right now. And in going forward, will they, even after this is done, will people still be a little cautious? I think they will. I think some people will. Absolutely. I think there will be some changes that where we, in some areas, we won't ever go back to how we were. 
Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I yeah, mean, the same with virtual. There, There is more virtual activity. Uh, someone might watch tours online before they even decide to go view a home. Indeed. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. And when we're marketing properties, that's the way we're marketing now. Yep. We're not doing open houses here in Southern Nevada. Yeah. We can do a virtual open house, mm -hmm. but uh, we can't have people uh, coming and going through a house right now. It's just not possible. And the protocols involved in showing a house are pretty significant as well. Please join us again next week as we keep you up to date on everything real estate here in Southern Nevada. Remember, send me any questions or ideas for next week's broadcast. Tune in every Thursday at 3. Also, please let your friends and family know to like our Facebook page and be reminded about our updates at LV Real Estate Radio. We'll catch you next week. Thanks again for joining us.